There is a bipartisan bill out there that would require inspections at parking garages. Regular inspections at parking garages. I didn't know that this wasn't a thing. It was pretty stunning to learn that. One of the guys behind the measure is Senator Chris Larson, who is with us this afternoon. Senator, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So a little bit of background here. We all remember the pictures from Bayshore Bayshore Mall where the parking garage collapsed under the heavy snow. About a year ago, cars were struck or stuck and they were crushed. It also comes about a dozen years after that panel fell at the O'Donnell Park garage and a 15-year-old died, unfortunately, there on the first day of Summerfest. Uh, Chris, were you surprised to find out that there wasn't already a mechanism in place where these garages were regularly inspected? Yeah, I think like most people, we assumed that these things are getting checked out regularly the same way, you know, a bridge is inspected every two to four years. But it turns out, unless it has an elevator inside of it, and in that case, they're only inspecting the elevator and the support structure around it, uh, parking structures are not subject to any inspections um, unless there's a complaint or unless there's an incident. So, uh, learning that, uh, I was very happy to work with my colleagues in a bipartisan way to be able to introduce this bill to change that. So uh, I would have to be inspected every five years. If a building owner tries to put it off, then a fine would ensue for every month. If they decide to put it off for more than a year, then the parking structure would be shut down. Um, so I think most people assume if you're parking uh, your car in a, uh, in a, in a huge uh, parking structure, that, that your car is going to be there and the parking structure is going to be there. But, you know, we don't have that if there's not these inspections. So uh, hopefully we can get this thing through. You know, Chris, my assumption was if I'm parking in that garage, it would also be structurally sound and routinely inspected. I did a little informal poll around our office and I said, how many yeah. years goes by before you have to have a parking garage expected? And somebody said one year. Somebody said three. Others said five to ten. But nobody said there's no law for that. I mean, everybody assumes right. that there is or should be. Why has this taken so long? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just people didn't realize this was a this was something that uh, was a problem. But uh, having this, as you outlined, um, the tragedy uh, that happened back in 2010, uh, right across from Summerfest, um, and then seeing what happened in Bayshore just last year, and thankfully no one was hurt in that incident. Uh, it's a, it, there's a recognition that, yeah, we need to, we need to, we need to put this into the law to make sure that this is happening because it's not happening otherwise. I think you're, I think you're right. Most people assume that, um, so let's let's let people assume the safest, the the, the best, and uh, actually be safe by requiring it. Chris, doesn't it make you wonder? Like, are there what else are we not thinking about? Our swing sets <laughs> inspected, our storage sheds inspected. Like this was, I don't think this was anything nefarious. It just kind of probably nobody thought of it, like you said. What else is out there? Does it make you kind of get to wheels turning? I mean, look, I think that there's there's a lot of things that we, we don't, you know, like, look, it's usually when somebody brings something up or something, uh, something tragic happens. But, you know, I mean, I think that we, uh, for the most part, buildings are inspected. Uh, equipment has to be safe. There are systems in place. Uh, this is one where I think it just, uh, you know, pardon the pun, but it, it fell through. Uh, so we, we want to make sure that we are correcting that. Um, before the session ends here next month. So I think we've got bipartisan support. Hopefully there's some momentum behind it. We can get it passed before uh, before people know this wasn't wasn't required already. How long before then it would just sort of be implemented, right? You, you kind of clear these hurdles, but when is it official? 
It would be, yeah, we'd give a one-year ramp-up period as the bill is set out. So, you know, that's open to, to question. Um, if we do have the public public uh, listening session and hear what people are saying, if they think that they can tick this up. But that's mostly to train up the staff at um, Department of Safety and Professional Services and make sure that they've, that they've got a routine. Otherwise, there's going to be a big rush. So we want to give people a year to be able to get ready for that. Have you heard from anybody who might be opposed to this? Uh, no, but again, we just put out the bill yesterday, so uh, time will tell. I want to peek behind the curtain because we talk often about how some things don't get done because of the lack of bipartisanship. When you realize there is an issue, how does the conversation go? How do you reach across to people on the other side of the aisle? How does the collaboration work? How does this come together? Well, honestly, this is uh, State Representative Darren Madison, who's a, a friend of mine. He is uh, he has Bayshore in his district, and this is one where he was working with uh, some uh, Republicans on it for a while. And then, uh, for whatever reason, they got to the end of session, and one person didn't want to do it. Um, and so he jumped and was, before the end of the day, got two other Republicans on board. Um, so I think he was, he was hoping for one, um, but he got two by the end of it. And it just shows that once you talk it out, it, 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 you know, it, it doesn't seem like a partisan thing, does it? Right. And I think most people don't view it that way. Um, so once I think once that's aside, it becomes a heck of a lot easier to move forward on some of these bills. I am trying to find the logic in opposing this, Chris, and I can't seem to find it. Cost money if you yeah. own the garage. Well, sure. Yeah, that's it. And then that's the cost it. is $200. If there's a fine, yeah, it, you have to pay for the inspector. But that beyond that, it's a $200 a month fine. And that's if you are refusing uh, the underlying inspection. But, you know, in, in terms of safety, in terms of now that people know uh, that this is not already already required, I think it'll be uh, it'll be something people will, will demand. You know, the market would demand that, you know, where they park their car is going to be someplace that's safe and that'll be published somewhere. I want to ask you, Chris, while I have you on the phone about one other thing. In the Northwoods, they don't have any snow. And I was up there this weekend. It's <laughs> devastating. I mean, it's like people I can't literally, do anything about. Yeah, can, cannot snowmobile. Can't cannot, snow. here, here's my question. You know, we declare a state of emergency. The governor does for things like drought. And understandably, when there's flooding or there's a tornado that wipes out a town. Is there any mechanism that could deliver state aid to? I mean, tourism up there is dried up and it's a big driver of the economy, not only up there, but in our state. Is there anything that can be done? I mean, if it gets, I, I would hope that we would turn things around, right? It was just, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they were all buried in snow when I was home with my kids because they had a snow day. Um, we have the, the, the Berkey Biners coming up at the end of the month, right. and I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do it if they don't have the snow. Yeah, it's a it's a huge problem. So hopefully, hopefully Mother Nature kicks in, so that's not something we have to look at. But yeah, I mean, our tourism industry is is huge, and it is um, there's a lot of livelihoods that are built on its shoulders. So uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on it if it gets to that level. But I do hope it can it can turn around. There is still a lot, you know. There's still a lot of ski hills, uh, the downhill ski hills that people can go to. They're generating their own snow, so that works. But obviously, it's uh, for snowmobiling, it's a little bit tougher. State Senator Chris Larson, we know you're busy in Madison today. You guys got a lot going on. Thank you so much for making some time for us. Thank you.